Results from the most recent Federal Employee Viewpoint survey show that less than half of federal employees are satisfied with their senior leadership. Now, a privately conducted survey shows that only 55 percent of federal employees say policies align with core values. What does that all mean? We turn to the president and CEO of Eagle Hill Consulting, Melissa Jezior, who joins me in studio. Ms. Jezior, good to have you in. Thank you so much for having me. Tell us the mainline findings of your survey. The mainline findings are very much in line with the FEVs, but focus a little bit more on the concept of culture. And it is that uh, less than 50% of federal employees would stay at their job if offered a similar position. So I think that this is kind of an interesting finding if you think about the fact that we've got a lot of cultural issues in the news these days. Um, and that I think it's a, a nice wake-up call for the government to say, hey, if you really want to focus on keeping your people, especially in this tight labor market, set, spend some time thinking about culture. Okay. And I, I want to unpack that a little more deeply. But before we do that, just give us a sense of the methodology. I mean, how many people did you survey and how did you do it and how did you choose them? Sure. That's a great. Um, we partnered with Government Business Council and we uh, conducted the survey between May and June of 2019. Um, I believe we had just under 400 participants, um, and it was a random sample of civilian and military respondents um, across the U.S. So 400 out of a workforce of 2 million, Mm -hmm. you feel that's statistically projectable? Yes, and especially considering it is in line with the FEV survey. So some of our findings, while are slightly different in terms of what we're sampling, the findings are very similar in terms of nature. So getting back to that original finding, less than half of federal employees would stay if offered a comparable job. Was that a comparable job in the federal government or just a job anywhere? A job anywhere. And so if you think about we another survey we did earlier in the year was about Amazon coming to town. And in that survey, we found that 75 percent of technology workers would leave their job if offered a comparable job. And actually, again, very similar with the government, 50 percent of all people would leave any of their jobs to go work for Amazon. So it's a it's a significant finding. I guess they haven't been inside Amazon. (laughs) (laughs) Well, Amazon is coming whether we like it or not. And so I think it's a it's it's a reality. Amazon is coming to town. This idea of culture, I mean, mm-hmm. why the, I guess the question is, why would so many people be willing to jump? I think that's what we're trying to identify. We believe that culture drives organizational performance. And our survey indicates that many people agree with this. 86% of federal employees say culture has a direct impact on their organization's success. So I think this is what's causing us to say, okay, if we can say that culture drives organizational performance, then the question becomes, well, then what drives culture? And the question is, what is culture? You have a definition of it at Eagle Hill, which I think you should tell us. Yes. I think the my favorite definition, there's lots of different definitions out there. My favorite one is it's just how work gets done. It's how work gets done around here. How does And another one that I like um, that I use often is it's just a common set of shared assumptions about the way things happen at an organization. So I think it's really important that we, you constantly are testing those assumptions and understanding which ones are correct, which ones are not correct, which ones are supporting the way you want your organization to work, and which ones are not. And looking at the survey results, I think you also said that culture can be defined when the policies match the core values. 
of an agency. That is definitely one component of it. That's an element of it. Of it. Yeah, it's, it's, it's probably one of the more tangible elements of it. If you think about it, right, if you think about an organization, let's take like a Boeing, right? Boeing really really uh, preaches the safety first concept, right? Well, how does what processes do they have that supports the safety first? They've gotten in the news for, so, as we all know, for uh, getting themselves in a lot of trouble over the Max um, air, airplane. So, what is it they do to support their safety first culture? And one might imply, after all the things that's been happening around the 737 Max, that there isn't those practices that support the core values. And I guess you could say the same for the FAA in reverse. Mm-hmm. Yep. There are a lot of different stories out there, whether it be Boeing, Uber, uh, Wells Fargo, and as you point out, even some government examples. We're speaking with Melissa Jezior. She's president and CEO of Eagle Hill Consulting. And so what else from the findings do you think are insignificant in terms of maybe guiding senior management and making sure that their values and policies do align better? So while our new research finds that less than half of federal employees would stay with their organization if offered a comparable job, we also found that federal employees have a high level of pride in public service, but low trust on leadership. I think these are findings that suggest that strengthening the culture in federal agencies could really foster employee engagement and ultimately retention. Well, just the other night I was speaking with someone that mentioned employees at one agency were bored to tears and they were teleworking a lot and weren't really, weren't really feeling connected. And they jumped from that department and found really great work in another department. So people that would be willing to accept a job outside of where they are, they could be jumping to another place in federal government, which implies that there's competition within the government as well as with industry. Fair enough? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I think what causes – I think what makes this important, though, is not only do you want to have competition within the government. I think that given our tight labor market, these feds can easily go get – honestly, probably higher paying jobs elsewhere. So I think that's what drives the imperative, not only within government, but outside of government. And do you offer advice for agencies that feel like I might be on the wrong end of this whole sense of how my my employees feel? Yes. Um, I am a big proponent of really making, elevating the concept and topic of culture to a strategic planning element. It should be talked about just like you talk about your budgeting process or human capital in your agency. It needs to be consistently discussed and talked about. So if we talk about the the definition of culture being around assumptions. You need to continually understand, like taking a look at your FEVs, what are people assuming is happening? And is that in line with what you want people to be assuming to make to supporting your organizational objectives? So. Well, here's a tough question. I mean, sometimes employees are unhappy with new leadership that might come in at the political level and then the people that come in under that as a result. And it's not that maybe they're bad leaders, but those employees don't like the new policies. Mm-hmm. And can you somehow engender a good sense of, well, it's still public service, even though I don't agree with the policy, mm-hmm. versus this kind of doom and gloom that sometimes mm-hmm. happens because the government does mm-hmm. taggle back and forth mm-hmm. depending on who comes in? Mm-hmm. I think uh, most public service do a really nice job, despite the political ins and outs and the political environment, of staying true to the fact that they are public servants and knowing that every four years the political climate changes. Um, so I think it's they I think do a really nice job of it's hard at times, but I think they do a nice job of, of keeping that consistency. So a manager could say, look at your results mm-hmm. and some of the advice with respect to changing culture and then look at the best places to work tally, which mm-hmm. comes out every year. Yep. And because they know who they are. Yeah. Then there's a maybe a stronger roadmap toward getting things better next time. Absolutely. 
Absolutely. I think it's um, it's about really, again, consistently testing what your culture is doing, understanding it, acknowledging what's not working, uh, confronting the brutal facts, so to speak, to say this isn't working and what do we need to need to do to fix it? And the implication is that culture can be changed because often absolutely every speech says, well, you can't change culture or it takes 25 years to change culture. Not so? I I I do not think so. Yes, it definitely takes time. And I think people sometimes have a hard time getting their brain around it because it feels like a squishy thing. But I think if you consistently um, measure it, you consistently nurture it, you consistently address it, that you can you can actively change it. In fact, you should be doing those things. Yeah. Melissa Jezior is president and CEO of Eagle Hill Consulting. Thanks so much for joining me. Thank you for having me. We'll post this interview along with a link to that survey and the results at federalnewsnetwork.com slash Federal Drive. Hear the Federal Drive on your schedule. Subscribe at Apple Podcasts or Podcast One. Grab a 30-day free trial of Live by Live Plus and you'll get unlimited skips, commercial-free music, and all of the podcasts and live streaming events you can handle. Visit LiveXLive.com slash Podcast One to learn more and start your free trial.